My friends, welcome. It's now breaking in the UK media that bird flu, this outbreak that's been going on and that has forced all owners of chicken to take their birds indoors, um, has, has made the jump, this zoonotic risk about which we've heard so much, into humans. They're reporting along with that that it has a fatality rate of over 50%, which is what has informed all of the predictive programming and ridiculously alarming headlines that we've been covering for over a year now about how this apocalyptic bird flu could wipe out more than half of humanity. So the question I want to ask today is, are they playing that card? We know they want us to think that animals are dirty and dangerous, and this is why humanity must be divorced from nature and from all sources of food as they roll out the lab meat and insect proteins. But there's a couple things I want to highlight today in this video about the way this is rolling out, particularly the media's use, widespread use of concepts like uh, the patient is self-isolating, right, quarantining, and all of their contacts have been traced, right? So all of these concepts to which people have been acclimated throughout the COVID uh, pandemic are now being deployed on this zoonotic risk front because animals are dirty and dangerous. I also want to mention um, that something I found in only one of the reports, which is an actual interview with the with, with patient zero, another concept that we've heard in Hollywood and, and throughout COVID, uh, that patient zero himself, and he is quoted as saying, apparently I have got this virus. As far as I can tell, I have no ailments whatsoever. I'm pleased to help them. They've taken sample after sample. So it seems like they just literally kept testing this poor gentleman until they finally got the false positive that they needed to justify this ridiculous media narrative and continue the uh, discussion about how we need to kill all of your animals and take them away, which DEFRA in the UK has already been doing. And I reported on that uh, which when I got the FOIA response from them saying, yeah, we're just following procedures, just following orders. So let's take a look at some of this. I'm Christian, and this is the Ice Age Farmer. And I do want to mention first that I'm getting a lot of reports from Australia about empty shelves. The media is talking about how it's staff shortages throughout the supply chain that are informing this, particularly in the meat industry, where um, where the slaughter people across the supply chain from slaughterhouses to drivers that are supposed to get the meat to uh, supermarkets are not able to come to work. Again, in the coverage, you read that it's because of uh, excessive testing, even asymptomatic, let's see if I can find, even asymptomatic people, right? They're not sick, but they're not allowed to go to work because of these tremendous false positives. So, quote, the Meat Industry Council called on the government to allow employees to ask asymptomatic close contacts to come back to work. So there's nothing wrong with these people, but nonetheless, the government is forcing them to stay at home, which is why there are now empty shelves, which is why Kohl's, a supermarket there, has imposed uh, meat rationing. You can only buy one package of, of meat. That's even true for online orders. You can read some of the information here. We're seeing abattoirs and processing facilities shutting down. They're either working at next to no staff or they're flat out closing down. And that is causing these gaps in our supply chain. It's all food being affected here. And of course, as always, it is farmers and ultimately consumers who will be the ones to suffer. So this is going on as well as a whole host of other things in Australia, but wanted to mention that because it's the same idea of excessively testing even completely healthy people until you get the result you want, the false positive that allows you to shut down the meat industry. The war on meat continues. 
It's also being reported, and I posted this video to my Telegram, but I won't go into it here in the interest of time, that McDonald's has actually started summarily refusing to serve people who don't have their green pass. So this is yet more, I wanna thank McDonald's for making it even more clear that people who don't succumb to the technocratic agenda for control are being disconnected from the mainstream food supply. Now I'm not saying that it's a big deal. Hopefully none of you, I'm sure none of you eat at McDonald's, it's nonsense, but, uh, but this is nonetheless a very good bellwether of that um, separation, being cut off from the resources, be it social services, the food supply, everything. This the whole way of forcing people to take uh, the, the medications, the, the forced medications uh, and food being used as a weapon to achieve that. Now, let's go to the UK where the Daily Mail and everyone, it's not just the Daily Mail. I know some people will say, well, of course, they're reporting trash, uh, are reporting on health chiefs detecting UK's first human case, this first zoonotic transmission from birds to people of a deadly bird flu strain H5N1, which is reported to have an over 50% fatality rate uh, once it makes the jump into humans, but is apparently hard to spread. And that's why even authorities are saying there's really nothing to worry about here, but it's still noteworthy because of the way that they are invoking the same language and concepts to which, as I said, we've now been acclimated in the last two years of two weeks to flatten the curve. Um, complete medical martial law can be imposed for any reason, and now they're doing it in this case. So we can read here, health authorities say the individual is doing well. In fact, he's experiencing no symptoms whatsoever. He's just sad because they came in and killed all of his ducks, but he is continuing to self-isolate at home. They have traced his contacts, right? They're doing all the same things that the medical uh, martial law state has been doing throughout the last two years. Quote, the first human case of a deadly strain of bird flu in the UK has been detected in a person living in the southwest of England as the country faces its largest ever outbreak in animals, according to health officials. Here we go, Britain's patient zero caught H5N1 after very close and regular contact with a large number of infected birds, which indeed he kept in his house, uh, in and around the house. It is the first ever human case of H5N1 recorded in the UK. Apparently H5N1 kills up to half the people it infects, which is why they get away with headlines like it's gonna kill half of humanity, complete insanity. Their close personal contacts, including people who visited this gentleman, have also been traced, and there's no evidence of the infection spreading to anyone else. Notwithstanding, they have gone ahead and killed more than two million animals by some counts, just in the UK. And briefly, I'll mention that this is going on around the world. You can find some incidents reports of uh, countries all over the world killing thousands to millions of birds. I've mentioned this previously. It's why Israel is now experiencing egg shortages because they killed all their chickens. It's just utter insanity. Subsequent human to human transmission, right, from this guy who got it from his birds to someone else is apparently very rare. Uh, so the risk of a major outbreak is deemed to be low. And I'm not gonna share these uh, images of the, the mass cullings of birds. Uh, viewer discretion is advised if you go to these links because it's just a horror show what they're doing to uh, the, the lives of these birds. But the development comes with fears about infectious pathogens at an all-time high in the UK after two years of the COVID pandemic. Right now that you're all afraid, now we can go ahead and kill all these birds and take away your ability to have backyard chickens. That is the uh, the whole goal here. So now let me share from this article. There's a ton of reporting about this, but it is exclusively in this report from the US Sun. 
where they interview the gentleman, this guy who is apparently 74 years old, pictured here apparently a generation ago. But uh, here it is, quote, I'm the first Brit to apparently catch a deadly bird flu. I don't feel sick at all, but obviously I'm devastated that my ducks were killed. So I'll scroll down here and then we'll read, quote, Alan said he's been tested constantly by the authorities. Just constant testing. He, don't, he doesn't feel ill. So again, he's completely asymptomatic. Quote, apparently I've got the virus as far as I can tell. I have no ailments whatsoever. They've been taking samples from me so they can work out what to do to stop others from getting it. I'm happy to help them. They've taken sample after sample. And no matter what diagnostic tests we're doing, there is some level of false positives, and it's apparently upon that that they were banking to eventually give them that go-ahead to kill the, the, the ducks, to isolate this guy, to invoke the contact tracing, call him patient zero, blare out across the media, this is why we forced your chickens indoors, and this is why Israel is killing millions of chickens, and indeed countries around the world. Uh, it's just insane, this a whole narrative around animals being dirty and dangerous, being bolstered by now the constant testing even of asymptomatic people, just as Australia and around the world is being done to everyone from the truckers to the abattoir workers in the name of shutting down these operations. Even more bizarrely, his daughter is quoted as saying, at this point, he's stuck at home while they continue to run these tests over and over to find out if he has the disease too, and we haven't even yet had the result confirmed. So apparently the media is just running with this while the family and Alan are stuck at home, not even seeing the results of the test. This whole thing could be completely fabricated, and I would probably suggest that it is, but that would be high-octane speculation. I wanna mention also, as I've been covering, it's not just the bird flu, for, uh, for which this narrative is being invoked that animals are dirty and dangerous. We continue to see, like just the other day, this idea that deer in the US uh, are infected with COVID-19 and you shouldn't be hunting. You, but how dare you try and feed your family, not with poultry in your backyard, no, no, not with deer out in the wild, no. You can't feed your family, you need to go eat Bill Gates' lab meat. That's where this whole thing goes, it is increasingly clear i hope to everyone out there and this all underscores the need for us all to push this stuff away get away from the mainstream food supply and be standing up uh, our own food production systems a massively decentralized food production uh, like humanity has always done throughout history and is now being uh, villainized by the media and in order to justify the takeover of our food supply. So if you are not already growing your garden as big as you can, if you are not already uh, adding as many awesome animals to your homestead as possible, using their manure to, 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 uh, to feed your plants and, your, and grow your garden, and shunning the fertilizers for which there are now shortages because of the same exact plan being enacted across the supply chain, uh, I don't know what else to tell you. That, that's, that's the game that we are playing, whether you realize it or not. And with that in mind, I will be hosting a conversation with David the Good from the Survival Gardening Channel here in just a couple days. And so I would welcome any comments you have for us about how to stand up your own food production systems. Add a comment below or send me a note at iceagefarmer.com. I also just did a fantastic interview with Marjorie Wildcraft about how to establish a community garden, how to get uh, support from the folks around you to push that through, even if the 
municipality is fighting you because when we all work, and this was the key takeaway from that interview, when we all work together, when you garner support from the community, then there is nothing working together. There is nothing we cannot achieve. And indeed, we must do that right now. We must be building alternative food systems to feed our families and our communities because it is clear that there is a war on food production. It's not just that it's toxic GMO trash that they're feeding us and we should probably be growing our own food. Now it is they're shutting us down, they're locking us out of the restaurants, they're killing our birds if we allow them to do so. It's, it's a full-on war and food is being used as a weapon to ensure compliance with the technocratic takeover of humanity. We'll leave it there for now. You can find this report and all my reports on iceagefarmer.com. You can also tune in on Telegram, t.me slash IceAgeFarmer, for, as I said, more news than I could possibly fit into a YouTube channel, including that video of a gentleman being refused service at McDonald's. That's just the first place that that started. And if you value this broadcast, if you appreciate this information, please help me keep it running. There's a few ways you can do that listed at IceAgeFarmer.com slash support including Subscribestar as one example. If you're not really one to support Patreon because they censor, check me out on Subscribestar.com slash IceAgeFarmer. And I very genuinely appreciate your support. I could not do this broadcast without your help. So thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go grow those gardens as big as we can. Share those seeds, build community gardens, add more animals to your homestead, and have fun doing it because that is, that's what it's all about. Thanks for watching. Be well.